Hey, Goners, Shauna here from The Gone Girls. If you love The Gone Girls and want to hear more, please go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, The Gone Girls, and give us a five-star rating. Love you. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show. No, I'm, I'm just oh, kidding. Okay. Come sit right here. here. Oh, boy. You're I know. We're getting nice That's and very, close. <laughs> <laughs> Am I close enough to the mic? Because you sound... Yeah, I yeah, listened yeah. To Let one me just today. move it up closer. <laughs> you listened to one today? I listened to Irene for a little while, and then it, you know, it's, it all sounds like you're too far away from... Oh, we did? Yeah. yeah. Let's move it closer. Do you, you ever hear of a... A real podcast, how it sounds like, yes. so re- like you guys are there with them. Well, yeah, we're a real podcast, but we're really loud. You're, so you, I, you guys told me how. <laughs> Get closer. To oh, the are we on ball. right now? Yeah, we're oh. recording. Okay, hi. I are we? Say, yeah, um, I just started recording because we only have ten minutes with them. Welcome what? everyone to the Gone Girls podcast. I'm Ankara. I'm Shauna Lane. And we have Lenny Marcus here today. <laughs> he is not happy not being here. No, that's not true. Crud. He's starting to sweat now. I'm not sweating at all, people. I'm not sweating at all. Why would I be nervous from you? I know you two. You're nice people. Because we're up real close to you. Oh, well, that's what it is. Yeah, it <laughs> is so uncomfortably you. close. <laughs> that's what we like to do with our guests, to make them oh, uncomfortably close. I see. Close. <laughs> is that why you always do it in a car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we do it in the car because the sound is really good in a car. Oh, yeah. You just need better equipment. <laughs> I have to tell you, the snowball's okay, but it's... We have what better equipment. We just don't use it. Oh. Well, we use it a couple times, but then when you listen to it... You know, one voice, my voice, one mic is on the left, the other is on the right, and the other mic is in the middle. And what she's heard. saying is she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't know what I'm and doing. And I've asked like 20 people, I didn't even and they also they could do it, and they haven't been able to figure zoom. it out. It's called zoom. zoom. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll fix your Zoom. That. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. Carl. <laughs> finally. Yeah. Well, congrats on your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, this is awful. Congrats is on your podcast. Congrats. congrats. For those of you listening, this is how it sounds. <laughs> I think this is going to be our best one. Yeah. All right, go Did for it. Did you start the timer? How many, how many, po- there's a timer? Okay. Do I get a buzzer or something? <laughs> yeah, we're what kind of game show are you kids running? <laughs> we're no, the light. All right. What am I setting the timer for, though? For 30. Oh, okay, for 30. All right. <laughs> Hours. Uh, Tight 30. Things that a comedian sends. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Yay. We're here at the place next door, right next to New York Comedy Club. Lenny just got off stage. Yeah. How did it go? It was good. Nice little, nice crowd. Good cause. It was a cause. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause. It was uh, some cancer group, you know, to promote uh, Ooh, cancer. That's exciting. That's, ironically, <laughs> this is the weird group. They're promoting cancer. Pro, we are pro-cancer. They're pro-cancer. We're very pro-cancer. <laughs> very pro-cancer. They hope everyone gets it. No, they're, they're uh, you know, Sloan Kettering, you know, helping people. I, not only do I like that place, but I like the cause. So that's good. Yeah, awesome. Um, so uh, how are you feeling today? I feel good. Why? <laughs> did, you guys Why? Get, did you guys see test results? I didn't see. 
I don't like the way you said that. No, you oh, want to hear something? What? what? I wanted to ask you, are you, have you been, remember when I saw you at the comic, you probably don't remember, like a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, I saw you at the comic strip and I was like, oh, I saw you went to tell Ted Alexandro's bachelor party. Yes. Was that a game? And I was like, that's what you guys did do now yes. is you go to a game a instead game. of a strip club and you're like, yeah, ew, I don't want to go to a strip yeah, club. Yeah, I don't want to go to a strip club. And you said the dirtiest thing I do is eat a steak now and then you were like, oh, I need to make that into a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I really should. It really is like, the, like if you eat a steak now, people go, oh, you're eating red meat? Ooh. It's like dirtier as a strip club, you know? Yeah, that is like the dirtiest thing I do. Yeah, Ted, his wedding was last week. It was gorgeous. It was on a farm. Where was it? Uh, New Jersey, Vernon, New Jersey. Oh. Very nice, you know? Nice wedding outdoors. The weather was ridiculously hot for October. Oh, yeah, it was hot uh, for October. Yeah. It was scallops wrapped in bacon. I love that. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. Hors d'oeuvres. I love that. After cocktail hour, I always said I could go home. Right? Yeah. Well, what about the dancing, though? You, you can dance at cocktail hour. Yeah, that's true. You it know what my wedding was, right? No. All cocktail hour. Really? Yeah. It was that's five how hours I would have wanted my wedding to be. Yeah. But... It was just constant past food constantly that's awesome. coming out. That's fun. And I then they that. had buffet stations as well, but nobody, there was no tables, no that's anything. Nice. Just like you walked into that like room and then party. boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when you guys get married? Yeah, I got married. I mean in New Jersey, uh Cedar Hill Country Club. If you want a great wedding, go see that guy at nice. Cedar Hill. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's getting married in New Jersey, huh? Well, it's cheaper. We looked in Manhattan. I really wanted to do so it in Manhattan. It's here. ridiculous. It's like you insane. Can't, just to rent the it's, room. The rent the room. Twenty thousand dollars. I mean, depends. when I looked, that was way back. Yeah, there was. Uh, you, we couldn't get anything less than five grand just to rent the room, and there's no chairs, no anything in yeah. there to put anything on. Yeah. So you have to rent all that stuff. Oh yeah. So before Forget you do anything, it. it's ten grand. It's so crazy. And we were like, no, I can get the whole wedding for five grand. What are yeah. you talking about? Know, right, insane. a cute wedding for five grand. Seriously. You could do a lot with five grand, not in New York. So we tried there. We tried Hoboken. No, we just like you know what I have. We had connections out if we went a little farther into Jersey, and did that's you have how we a did. Big, do you have a big wedding? It was like one thirty. Oh, Not a too bad. Guy. Yeah, a lot of comics. It was a lot of fun. We, mm-hmm. I wanted, to, I wanted everybody to eat as best as they could ever eat at a wedding, and she wanted a dance party. Yeah, that's what so, I wanted, and that's what it was. Yeah. It was like a cocktail yeah, hour dance fun. party. Yeah, that's awesome. It was a lot of fun. I was walking. Uh, I had a audition downtown in uh, Wall Street yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday. And I was walking, and I walked over something that normally, like, if you see something like this on the street, you should pick it up, yep. right? But I just kept walking. Wait, what? if you oh. see something you tripped over on no, the street, like, you should I, pick like, it up? I don't no, know the like, rules. Like, if you're just, like, walking on the street, and let's say you, like, see, like, a $20 bill on oh, the street, okay. you're like, I should pick oh. that up. Uh-huh. But, like, sometimes if you take a couple steps <laughs> and you turn around, you're like, oh, $20, <laughs> let me get it real quick. Danny. But I'm always nervous that someone's, like, got a string attached to the morning. Next thing you know, you're in a van. It's not worth it. So I go, I, I saw this thing, I walked 10 feet, and then I stopped, and I realized, I was like, you know what? I was just talking about how I need a new washer and dryer. I better turn around and pick that up. I turned around, and people were just, like, walking at me and walking over it, didn't see it, didn't realize it, and I was like, this can't be real. I go back, I see it, put my foot on it, and I pick it up. It's a diamond engagement ring. What? I swear to God. Wow. Really? Yes. And I was like, this isn't real. I, like, looked around to see if anyone was looking for something. Nothing. There was just, like, a hundred... Like, it was just... Oh I was like, God. how did nobody see this? How did nobody pick this up? 
And she was pissed, whoever she Some, was. She was like, <laughs> so, that guy. It's over. <laughs> Boom. That's what someone else said. Did she just throw it out the window or oh, something? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's funny. And I was like, well, who loses an engagement ring? Unless you're super drunk on, like, a bachelorette party and you took it off and you're, like, wasted and when you, did you drop it and lose it or something? Oh, wow. Or it was, like, maybe a fake ring from, like, one of those stand, like, those things on the street. You, but there was nothing close to that. Did you look through a loop or did you give it to somebody who would know? No, with the ring? No. Yeah. Why would I give it? Well, what'd you do with the ring? Yeah, I have it. it. Yeah, no, you got to go to a jeweler and see if it's real. Oh, okay. right now? Uh, no, I don't have it on me now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you wish. <laughs> Acapulco. <laughs> Acapulco. Oh, my God. Cowards so in funny. Acapulco. <laughs> I've told a couple of people this story, and uh, a lot of people all of a sudden have a diamond guy. They're like, I've got a guy. Yeah. I've got a diamond guy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You can kind of tell just by looking at it. I like look, I put it up to my ring, and then I was like, wait, what if mine is fake? So if you're out <laughs> there and I've lost the ring. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Did you put it up to ne- next to your ring, and you were like, hmm. He didn't love her. <laughs> That's why she got You're rid catty of it. Both mm-hmm. ways. Did you get married? No, I, oh, okay. I live. But with you my look boyfriend. like you have a diamond ring. Oh, I do. This is my dead grandmother. Oh, so. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always <laughs> way to bring the show down, lady. Yes, yes, we she do. She died at ninety-four happily. Oh, oh. She was fine. Happily, she died. Yeah, yeah. she on her deathbed. She was like, "You still didn't find a boyfriend? Take oh, my what? ring. <laughs> You'll think you're married." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, Grandma, on your way out, you're still giving yeah, it giving to it me. Yeah, giving it to me. Oh, my, my father did that on his way out. He was trying, there was like a hospice nurse, and he's like, are you single? <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? She was oh dying laughing. He was like that funny, you know, and Aww. he was dead serious. Like, because this is the girl I would think you would, oh, my God, <laughs> Dad. He, he found your wife. Yeah, he found my wife on his deathbed. I mean, he tried to the literally the to last, last second. second. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. We have some questions Go. for you. But let's ask him that question w- that we were wondering about at the bottom first. Sure. I'm so curious. This big. It's yeah. so big. <laughs> Close. They had Close. to move the snowball That's what further Umpire back. Said. I don't know how she knew that, but mm. that was her guess. Mm. Did you get <laughs> into comedy to get laid? Never. No. <laughs> hey! Wait, but okay. Nope, never. In fact, and I proved that out in the 20 plus years I've been doing it, never worked. <laughs> oh my God, that is exactly what I said. But I, I said. never. I so was like, my no. thing, I, I'm like, no. 90% of the guys that are comics got into comedy to get laid. I'm like, they all get laid. Yeah. That's what they said. One, I, I never got laid. got laid. And two, I didn't, that, no, I got in to be happy. I didn't yeah. like what I was doing. It's, it's, I know, it's backwards. I didn't even realize getting laid was a thing. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize, like, I think these guys are doing it to get laid. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> and, of course, I could never pull it off. So it didn't, my, it's a good thing I stayed on my path, you know. <laughs> what were you doing that you didn't want to do anymore? I was a systems engineer for, com- for Ross Perot's company at the time, Electronic Data Systems. It was oh, a Fortune 500 company. And, and that's one the, of your jokes, right? right. right? <laughs> Which is the irony of the whole thing. Yeah. Oh. So people just, I look like the guy I used to be. Oh. <laughs> Except that one of the jokes I do is that, you know, I went from, I went from six-figure salary to what's the show? Two-figure salary. <laughs> Once a year, the IRS calls me up and goes, do you need a hug? <laughs> because, you know, it's... It's funny, and I talk. You know, I could. I was making a great living. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Do you still have that apartment on the Upper East Side? Upper West. Uh, upper oh, Upper West Side. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, near I live Upper West. Near stand. It's kind of near Stand Up New York. Yeah. Or, do you still have that apartment? Yeah. Same apartment. Oh my god, the apartment's beautiful. Is that the jo- the apartment you had from the Good Job? Yeah. 
Ah, and then okay. a, the whole rest of my career after leaving that job was to try and keep that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So. That's just a beautiful apartment. It's a really cool oh, apartment. Right. Yeah, it's nice. When were you guys there? I went when you fixed my computer once. Oh, yeah. When were you there? Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> the, I live right across the street bins? from you. I used to see you on the street all the time. Oh, that's right. You did that, live there, right? Like I was babysitting for Lisa Landry, and right. she was doing something there, and I you went in, in and got the baby. Okay. And you were pissed about the baby. <laughs> yeah, she's bringing there. the baby. She's like, we're shooting something, and then, yeah, brought the baby. I'm like, I'm not a babysitter slap. Meanwhile, they're paying me, like, nothing, so uh-huh. it was weird. But yeah, yeah. I like Lisa Landry, so it worked out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay, so you're still in that apartment. Yeah, Good. it's great. That was the question? Yeah. Wow, that was easy. Yeah, that was yeah. Easy one. Not, yeah. Not, it's a it great apartment. We're looking to move, but we can because, like, one of my bits now is that area, if you want to buy an apartment any bigger, you know, one bedroom is, they're all around a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars. Yeah. 1.2 if you want it's a second crazy. bedroom. It's crazy. Can you lowball them and be like, how about 60 grand? Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, and they'll be like, well, good luck on the balcony. <laughs> There's no roof. Okay. okay. Go ahead. All right. So we're starting with the hard questions Sure. Now. All right. There's hard? What? Nothing's okay. a hard. You don't have a hard question for me. Okay. What are some of the things you find difficult in life? You know what's funny? You get to a certain age, there's not, I don't find that much difficult. I read this in your thing. I was like, oh, what do I find that. difficult? <laughs> no know, one ever nobody reads Nobody ever reads I read. I'm so prepared for all this <laughs> stuff. I get so nervous I'm going to suck at all times. Uh, so, diff- you know, when you, life is difficult at a certain point. Making money is always difficult, I yeah. guess. So in this business, I'm yeah. always worried that that's it. That's the last gig I'm ever going to do that'll make any money. Um, you know, just living in New York can be that, or just, I want to just make sure I'm there for my wife. And if we have a kid, who knows? That's what I worry about, you know, that's it. Other than that, I don't really worry about much. You get to a certain age where it's like, oh, I made it. I can do this now. You know, I've just established myself as, you know, I leap and the net will appear after leaving your day job or whatever it is. Yeah. I kind of got it going. I did stay in the apartment for 20 years, and it did right. kind of work out. So you kind of relax. It's like, okay, you can kind of do this now. You can relax. Yeah. What about allergies? Are those a problem? Those bother me, yeah. Those are problem. <laughs> but I get shots now. I get shots. <laughs> so maybe one month out of the year. <laughs> one month out of the year. So that doesn't bother me that much. What was the question about bothering me? What bothers me? Well, what do you find difficult in life? I find difficult. Yeah, allergies do suck, but it's not difficult. You just have to deal with it. So everything's easy for you, huh? Not easy. No, my just existent comedy is hard. You know how this yeah. goes. Uh, you know, you're. This is a hard business, and yeah. it's hard to make a living in this business. So, what does your it, wife do? She works in finance for NBC. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she's a financial person. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that she's not a comedian. Oh my God, do I love that? <laughs> yeah, that was one of the criteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that's really... Well, you've dated some comics, yeah? Oh, so many. I, um, and, and I'm now... And how's that working out for you? Yeah, not so good. No, but you look good, so... Oh. You made thanks. it. I made it. You yeah. got out of that. Yeah, yeah, anybody, if I get a protege of anything, you know, I work with a couple of people, they'll go, could you give me some tips? We'll go to lunch, and I'll say, okay, tip number... And, like, within the top ten is don't date another comic. Yeah, yes. Never. You know, Rule nobody number in one show of, business. Yeah, it's true. Know, don't do it, because... Because there's too much. so much, too much. it's too much to just do you in this business, and then yep. you do them, and then yeah, it's, 
you know, it's how did, why did you get that? And I didn't get that. And why yep. can you help me with my joke? And yeah. you know, it's just, it's just so hard. It's too much. Does yeah. she like comedy though? My boyfriend. Yeah, she loved comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. She my loves boyfriend it. loves comedy. She calls me so with comedy. the gossip. She listens to the podcast. Like Jim Norton, she listened to him every day. She's like, you're never going to believe what happened on the show. I'm like, I do not care. And then she tells me and I go see him. Did that really happen? Like, yeah. And he tells me that. And then I go back and tell her a piece of gossip. And she's like, oh my God, this is so bad. You know, she's loving life. I'm a misery. You know? <laughs> oh so, my god, that's funny. Yeah, that's really funny. That's what my boyfriend does. He listens to Howard Stern all the time, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, um, you know Howard today." He said, and I'm like, "Oh, your buddy, fucking Howard." <laughs> yeah, best friend. <laughs> Sometimes he says yeah. Howard, and I'm like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. He's like Howard Stern. Yeah, it's, it's so funny how they <laughs> suck you in, and I'm sure there's somebody out there going. I was listening to the Gone Girls today. Uh, yes. Do you know what Ankara said? She said that, you know, and then, you know. Ankara who? You know, somebody's the one going. The found the diamond. Yeah, the diamond. The diamond finder. Don't you listen. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I know their sound is off, but it's not that off. <laughs> I can't believe you found a diamond ring. That is crazy. That's great. I wish I brought it. I should just wear it all the time. The thing is, we just have to have it appraised first, because if she found a piece of garbage, right. this isn't a story. If she found something yeah. worth four grand, then it's what moral. Yeah, that's why a, I can't a, see the jeweler for a couple of weeks. Exactly. I'm busy. This is a question of scruples <laughs> now. What do you do if it's worth money? Well, what do you mean? I take the money. <laughs> well, some, what if somebody's looking for? Look, well, how are we going to find them? How well, would you find them? I don't know. Maybe they're Gone Girls favorite. Somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> oh, put so it out. Random? And yeah. how would you? How would but you? Somebody, did maybe one of our an four in the paper. ring. Well, I lost it on whatever street. You know, oh my I was gosh. walking. Well, I don't know. Like maybe she had a picture of it, or like the appraisal for it, and then they'll, they could match it. Somehow. You gonna find this person? For no, me? I'm not finding this at well, all. I'm not doing it either. I say, you know, Do you need a side I'm pretty sure this person probably look, had insurance. Look for a guy and a girl having a huge fight on the street for the next month. Yeah. You did what? You lost what? How? You know, that's what they say in, you know, you sent me to Hawaii, Ankara's uh, travel agent sent me to Hawaii. Emilio's travel agent. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. friends of yours. And, and um, it was great. We had a great time, yeah. but we didn't even take our rings. Well, I didn't oh, I'd take right. mine. It didn't matter. We we left them in the hotel room. We bought these things called Qualo, Q-A-L-O, little little uh, plug for them. They're like the quarterbacks wear them. They're like almost rubber uh, yeah. wedding rings. Oh. So you, it doesn't matter. They're not expensive at all. So oh, we okay. could show people we're married, but apparently... It, uh, it was a good idea that all the men do not know how to wear their wedding bands and people aren't used to these rings so they find like men's diamond rings in, in uh, underwater in Hawaii oh my like, god four times oh. a week oh, you know wow. they're con- men are constantly losing their wedding bands wow. and that must oh, yeah. go over just fabulously yeah, yeah right. oh it's weird how all yeah. the men seem to lose yeah, their rings constant diving and that's why you see people on the beach <laughs> with the Geiger counter or whatever <laughs> it's a whole Scam, yeah. why are you doing it? It is a scam. Oh, like, cars, they're making the water it. extra lubricant. Yeah, they come over. How long have you been married? Oh, really? And they just keep a close eye on you for being an idiot. You know? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yep. Okay. Did you had a good time in Hawaii? It's the best. Yeah. I loved it's, Hawaii. It's, did I you, loved you, Hawaii. You did Maui and Kauai, right? Maui and Kauai. And it was, be- it, I can't even, I, as good as I thought it was going to be, it was better. Yeah. It's so the it's weather. The weather. It's something just, people don't yeah. get it. It's, no. it's not only it's seventy five degrees yeah. and sunny or no, eighty degrees perfect. and sunny. There's no humidity. No humidity. It's oh, it's perfect. just paradise. It yeah. really is paradise. It's no humidity. and There's no bugs. No, no bugs. So it's weird. It's not like Florida. Wow. Yeah, it's there's always something, but you know, there's no bugs. There's, they have no snakes on the no island. Snakes. There's nothing. 
So you're not going to get crazy? eaten by anything. Why do, why do we live here? Why don't we live there? Because it's too far away. And yeah. Hawaii is expensive. And expensive. <laughs> it's really long to go for an audition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, what's the next okay, deep next, question? Next deep question. What's your greatest fear and why? My greatest fear. Yeah. And my greatest fear is death. Ooh. Yes. My greatest fear is death just because I'm, I, I really enjoy life right Aww. now especially oh my God. and I don't my wife is younger so I don't want her to be mm. alone you know she, I don't think she will handle it if you know without me you know Aww. she wouldn't do you how know. old is she she's 33 oh yeah oh. and so I'm older than 33 yeah. <laughs> let's just keep it at that <laughs> and she's you know it's great we're, we're you know um, no problem on that end but I see the future and you know if we have a kid it'll be old enough to you know, take care of her as well. I'm worried. I'm just, that was my biggest fear that she'll be lonely. Aww. You know? That is so sweet. I'm yeah. so happy you found somebody. That's so yeah, nice. She, I just, I worry for her, you know, other than my biggest fear this and, and dying, you know, like in a horrible way. My, you know, this, this benefit that we did for yeah. cancer benefit for Sloan Kettering, my <laughs> grandmother and mother died from that. From breast oh, cancer, so I'm oh. not. So I just don't oh, want no. it, and it was terrible. So I don't want. Oh. Nobody should have this. Yeah. That's why you, the money you give is so great. You know, I sound like I'm doing a telethon, but um, yeah, I just fear the fear of just you know getting sick, and the pain and suffering on your family. Not only you know, like, uh, yeah. it's just horrible. But you take good care of yourself, though, right? I do. I take, I take as good a care as I as I can with yeah. still enjoying life. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I eat a couple right. I eat salads a week, but it's starting to get to me. <laughs> now you're doing like, we are five just guys. Whatever it is. You know, like, uh, I, I mean I have bits about this. Yeah. It's like yeah, if you eat shape. salad exactly. Balance. That's what I'm saying. If you had I, I have this new bit where it's it's like um if you we know everybody's dead tomorrow. The, the nuclear war is yeah. gonna happen, right? Yeah. What's your last meal? Mac and cheese. It would be like a chocolate shake. Right. It's not going to be quinoa salad. It's not. That's the bit. You know, nobody's going to have quinoa salad. I was like mac and cheese, fried chicken, mashed potatoes. Like, I know. Even on death row, they looked up death row inmates. None of them have a quinoa salad. None of them. It's all red meat. Red meat, fried chicken, like you said. It's like, yeah, so you got it. There's got to be some balance, but, you know, try and enjoy your life. Oh, God. Yeah. Painful. Yeah. Death. Go ahead. Next one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> Bink. Red put, eye. Put I'm 40 more seconds on the clock. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Ready? Yeah. Have you conquered any fears? Have I conquered any fear? Yeah. I, I had a fear of performing. You know, I never got on stage in my life till I was 30. I wow, never really? want. Yeah. Really? Never. 30? Yeah. 30. Oh, so you had your job for a while. A while. Before. Oh, yeah. okay. And so I worked there for 14 years and then I transitioned in the middle. Of that. Oh, you so know? you kept doing. Oh, so you kept working, and you're doing stand up. Right. And when you started stand up, do you start right away? Like, I mean, like, were you doing every single night, or were you like? Oh no, blah. I did the no. The first year, the first couple of years. First year was um, you'd come in and do the pre-show here in the city yeah. at Stand Up New York, uh, mm-hmm. like once a month. And then yeah. every Wednesday, I realized you can't do this once a month and be anywhere near good. <laughs> and then I started doing every Wednesday at the Stress Factory because I kind of lived near there in New okay. Brunswick, New Jersey. And uh, that's how I did it. I just would do, and then, and then people would see you say, "Come do our show." Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then I constantly would come and see. And then eventually, Move. they moved me into that apartment, and yeah. I've been there ever since. So I had uh-huh. enough to. And I think I passed fairly quickly at the Strip, and so now I could do late night at the Strip. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a little. 
I was th- you know, about took about three years, but the, I mean the first two years painful, and then you know you get a little better. But the fear of getting on stage was. You know, it was there. I was so bad at it. I didn't have any have background in getting on a stage. Acting or yeah, anything. nothing. Do you consider yourself an actor at all? Is that anything? Yeah, no, I oh. do. I, yeah, I've been in a lot of stuff. I oh, shoot okay. a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. I had to learn all this within. I went to acting classes immediately. Oh, okay. Who did yeah. you study with? Uh, a guy named Ron Stetson. Oh, you know, right. Ron Stetson. I know Ron Stetson, Stetson Studios. Is uh, he from? Um, is he's a Meisner guy. A Meisner guy, and is he in conjunction with? Um, a, a school oh my god I'm totally forgetting maybe EST he did that for a while whatever it was he's the best and so it really helped not only acting st- you know it helped that and just gave you a feeling of like oh what this is to be on a stage acting you know yeah. I, I was on a stage as a stand up so it was I needed to learn all that stuff so I had to take a crash course because everybody when you start if you start at 30 everybody's younger than you yeah and so you're catching those 10 years that I don't I lost just who are some of the people you started with? I started with um, is me is uh, this guy named Neil Potter, who I'm going to do my podcast oh, with. You know Neil, Neil and Potter. Bethel. Yes, uh, Neil oh, and that's Bethel. right. And those are my two besties. And uh, mm-hmm. so Neil, I do everything with that's acting and stuff like that. They're and still podcasting. together. They're still together, yeah. and they're great. You know, um, so it was Neil Potter, Brian Scalero, oh, guy yeah. named Brian Flynn, guy named Bob Luparello. Those guys are kind of not in the business anymore. I mean, Bob Luparello does it, but he's on the road. He yeah. lives up in Westchester. Brian Flynn will do, like, best advertising guy. Instead. He'll still do it once in a while, but nothing really. Yeah. John Mooney. What's I started with Mooney. Him? I don't know. I haven't seen Mooney in a while. It's since I, my wedding. I gotta I, call him. I was I was watching. I started watching Thirty Rock. Hey, he's way on it. Late in the game, and I was like, Oh yeah, John Mooney. <laughs> he plays the priest. Yeah. And uh, he's like a pocket Conan. He always looked like Conan a little bit. And, yeah, yeah. And then I start Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Oh wow. And Dimitri Martin was in later. Becky Donahue was oh, in Becky that group. Donahue, right? yeah, yeah. Some good people. Yeah. We had some good people in there. Yeah, None yeah. of them ever made anything except for Zach. And uh, so, and Zach, you know, industry always loved him. I, sometimes you can't explain this stuff. Not that he's not funny or anything. Yeah. He's great. But they just took one look at him and his quirkiness and were like, that's the guy. And, yeah. And, and that was yeah. it. We all, all, everybody else was sweating. Yeah. Do you remember his talk show? Yeah, Between Two Ferns. It's great. No, not that uh, one. He had one on uh, regular TV for a little while. Um, no. But it was. It, he didn't ask me to do it. I can tell you that. <laughs> it didn't last. I'll see very him once long. a year. We laugh when I see. We just pick it right up when we see each other. He's a good dude. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, kid. he's funny. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Okay. Hold on. I added some other ones. Ooh. Let's see. Uh, how often? Do, well, this isn't a new one. How often do you write? Well, it's weird. I don't just sit down and write out stuff. You know, I don't yeah. sit, like some people will sit and write jokes. Is that yeah. how you got to just sit at the and just just stare no. straight? No. I walk around and and anything. I'll get these funny thoughts in my head, or I'll see something. You know, uh-huh. and um, and I'll just write these little post its on my desk. Like I have po- yeah. little post its, and I write yeah. like one line or two lines down, and a thought like, why is it this this? And eventually, I have all these post its, and then then I sit down. And flesh and write, it all out? Not flesh it out, but I'm like, what do right I want to say about this? And do I have an idea for a setup and a punchline? There is something, you okay. know, I have a lot of thoughts that have gone nowhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I have a whole, and then I write them on my phone now, you know. Yeah, I do too. I, I know. Think. How I have do you tons organize? Tons and it's tons so, and tons. It's so hard to organize, isn't it? Yeah. And then I go back and look and I say, is this anything? Is this anything? Is this anything? And then, um. Do you have a set time every day or do you just. I, no, there's no set time. It's whenever I get around to. You know, this, I try and do 
like late in the day. Like in the morning, I'll write out just general writings, you know, just crazy. Thoughts. I don't know if you, the three yeah, thoughts, the, the, the morning pages yeah, kind morning of thing. Yeah, morning pages, yeah. And so I'll, if I'm good, that, and it, oh, for some reason this really works for me. Like I'll write that out just to get whatever the garbage is out of my yeah. head. And then, you know, and then it kind of opens you up a little bit. And when I'm just walking down the street, put headphones in, go for a walk. Nice. If I get a weird thought, I write these one line, just these one, I have a ton of yellow stickies. I, <laughs> and uh, eventually I'll just put it into a, a thoughts. And then I have another bit that leads to an, yet another, you know, yeah. like I have this whole farm to table bit I just did. And then I, I had this bit about the quinoa salad, you <laughs> yeah, know. That's so that's going to turn into something because yeah. it's just the next thing that I hate about what's happening. People aren't living their lives because they, they're trying to get too healthy. Do you, know? you record yourself and then go back and listen to it? I used again? to, when I started, and I totally recommend that for people to record. Once in a blue moon, if I do something new at the cellar, I'll ask them for the tape because some of these places tape it. Yeah. But no, I have a kind of... I'm relaxed enough on stage after all this time that I kind of remember. Yeah, what you're saying. Oh, you remember kind of remember, doing? like rather than blacking yeah, out. Exactly. Like, oh, it just happened. I made it That's through, right. but I don't know what happened. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And there'll be somebody there. I like the thing you said, but no, you should. I should probably. I should do that more because there are times where like you phrase it for some reason a certain way in a certain day. Yeah. yeah. And you forget the exact phrasing. And so I'll come off and somebody go, hey, I like that thing. And I go, what did, what did I exactly say? <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> said. And then when I, sure enough, uh, every time I go back to the tape anyway, I'm pretty close when I remember it. But sometimes I'm getting paid after I get off and I'll just say, just give me a second. I'll take out the pen and mark mark down on my set list yeah. what new stuff I was working on or what I thought I said and uh, what angle okay. that they laughed at. I remember what, the, you always, rem, uh, you tell me if this happens to you. You go up and do a joke. It's new, whatever. You don't remember. It says okay, yeah. whatever. If they, if it gets a big laugh, somehow you never forget yeah, what you, you said. Yeah, it's true. Amazing, it's true, right? right? Yeah, yeah. You're like so, that worked. That worked. Yeah. You know, and you, you the, um, the words you remember everything about that moment. Yeah, you know, it's perfect. It slows so down. really, I don't really have to write because yeah, it slows down a lot for you. It's like uh, okay, and somehow in the next show, I can exact, I can speak it exactly the same way. It's amazing. It's the garbage that you have to work on, you know, to fix. So sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it isn't. But. Oh. Are you I a just, fan of comedy yourself? I was growing up. Oh, now are. I'm not so sure. Because <laughs> people right. are like, have you seen that guy? And I'm like, yeah. I, you know, it, it's just, You're he's it doing what much. I'm doing. So oh. it's like, I yeah. never, the only guy, I always say that, the only guy that I will, not even, I don't even go and watch. But if I'm next, I will put an ear to the door or maybe it's Dave Attell. Uh, because I can't see it coming. Everybody else's stuff after all this time, I kind of see the angle. I've heard something like it. I don't want to know what they're doing, because so I won't really watch. I won't even sit in the room until really? it's time to go on. Yeah, so I basically know everybody's last bit. I don't want to know what anybody else is doing. <laughs> I just do what I do, right. and then hopefully I'm not doing. I don't want to be influenced stuff. by their stuff. That's I don't want to know yeah. what they're doing, because it's magical. How do you know how funny you are, though, if you do you only hear their laughs? I'll hear their, I'll watch their last, well, yeah, I'm assuming that most of these people are really good at what they do, and then there is a, I don't care factor, you know, so I don't, like, Rory Albany's on, I know he's a good, before me tonight, Yeah. I know he's a good comic, so I watch his last bit, yeah, it's funny, I assume the rest of the thing went that well, (laughs) so I have to be that good, you know, and, or, you know. Uh, Do you need to know, too, whether or not they... Bombed, I would want to know. Like, oh shit, okay. I no, I do that. like a scouting report. How's the crowd? I don't yeah. necessarily go, did they like the last guy, right? You never ask that. 
I never asked that. I just assume, may, I don't care what he does, it's golf. You know, like, I have to hit my shot. So, oh, my God, that's what my boyfriend always says. He's like, you have to play your golf game. Yeah. That's it. If the guy in front of you sucks and hits it into the water, you know. It still doesn't I don't want to hit it into the water. <laughs> right. So I do everything I can not to hit it into the water. So it just, it doesn't affect. Oh, yeah. Interesting. It shouldn't that's affect you. But, yeah, it can. If you, if you sit down there and watch, and I see this happen all the time at the cellar. If people come down and audition down there, yeah, and they get into, they'll like, let me go into the room and just feel the room. Oh yeah, horrible move. Yeah, worst move ever. They'll see the guy in front of them who's been in that room a hundred times. Uh-huh. Who knows if it's Greer or some some killer? Yeah, right. you know. And they'll go in and just absolutely watch a guy murder. And then no! by the time they go, they're like, and they bomb. You know, don't let it get in your head. You, you know, somehow you just have to, you know, channel. You know, just. Again, it's golf. You know, yeah, go in and golf. play your golf game, and that's hopefully, it, and if you bomb, that's just the way it was meant to be. I think at times. And you know. so, David Tell always, you can't see it coming. I can't see it coming. He's the best writer ever. If you want to learn how to write a joke, go see Dave. You know, I mean, go go watch Dave Tell because you don't see it coming. And uh, you know, a lot of stuff is linear, and a lot of stuff you can't help but it's going in one direction. But Dave's the master of taking two things, and you never see it, and. It, and putting them together. I think one of the first things I heard David Tell say, I mean, like, years ago, when I was waitressing at Caroline's, when mm-hmm. I first moved to the city, he got on stage and he was like, my father used... No, what did he say? I don't like to travel because my father used to beat me with a globe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, like I did my job. Now you do yours. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see? So you don't... You, I don't see that. What is that? You know, it's so in, ingrained in him. Oh, my God. You know? I was like, what? Oh, my God. You know, basically any sex joke has kind of been done, so you got to really go out of your way to make it original about you or some experience that happened to you to get, you know, there's a lot of great comics out there. Just, you know, there's never one that I I would go, um, I couldn't have done that, you know. Right, 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 right. So. Are you guys, oh, are you letting people in right now? We're doing a podcast right now. We'll be like three minutes. Oh, sorry, people. This is so exciting. What is to go on We're in not here? letting people in because, uh-oh. That's uh-oh. perfect timing. What is supposed to go on in here? They're just, they have to keep them in here before they oh, go the in. the show? Because the, because the community board complains about noise and oh, stuff. Well. People the Suck it up, people. Yeah, well, they can't. You're Nancy. All right, All right so let's do my... I'm Daryl. Yes. Oh, this is your, uh, what is this segment called? Uh, this is our sketch portion of the show. Every week, one of us writes a sketch. Uh, now, what did I just say? Each one of us writes a sketch. Ankara wrote it this week. Okay. So she wrote this, no, and then you, you do the cold read. Okay. You're on guinea pig. You right. Test your acting skills, Lenny. All right, let's see what happens. Do, do I have any, do you have any direction for, like, what Daryl is? Uh, are we like, am I? Oh, no one has ever asked Scoot that before. Scooching, John. What? Um, they don't ask you what this person is at all? Oh! <laughs> People, like, will jump right in. It's amazing. Okay, I believe Daryl <laughs> is um, some sort of hick. Oh, no. I'm some sort of hick? All right, so yeah. you want a southern accent? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're a hick, and you own, I believe, a pawn shop with your sister slash wife. Or there you whatever. go. That's all. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to know all the backstory. No. But any audition I've ever been on, they tell you your Not age range, or you're, you're but they just, tell you that you in a cold read. The script with you in mind. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a southern guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shop? That was the feeling she okay. got about you. Because it's funny, right? All right. You okay. ready? Yep. Welcome to Mama's Pawn Shop, sweetheart. This looks like your first time in a pawn shop. <laughs> oh, hi. Yes. I guess. Yes. I mean, yes. Daryl, the toilet is overflowing again. Damn it, Nancy. I 
I told you to use the Taco Bell bathroom across the street. I know, but I really had to go. Oh, hello, darling. Ain't she a pretty little thing? Nancy! Oh, sorry. Daryl, go fix that toilet before it ruins Mama's wooden dog collection. Damn it, Nancy. I'm not the plumber. Mama specified in her will when she died. You can't boss me around anymore. Uh, should I come back another time? No! no. Oh, God damn it. Um, and I can boss you around, Daryl, and I will. I am a strong, independent woman. You, um, in today's world, that, uh, stands for something. I don't stand for nothing when you're not the boss. <laughs> well, that's not entirely true. She can speak her mind. Uh, uh, see, Daryl, I can speak my mind. So, uh, do you need help, honey? Yes, thank you. I uh, found this diamond ring on the street, <laughs> and at, at first I walked right by it, like, you know, when you see a penny and you think, I'll just let somebody else have that penny. But then I remembered that, you know, I needed a new washer and dryer, so I walked back and picked it up. A diamond ring, you say? Yes. I think, I don't know how to tell if it's real. That's easy. Let me take a look at it. Daryl, um, actually, uh, has a gift for diamonds. Amazing. Why is he putting it in his mouth? Didn't he hear that part where I found it on the street? It tastes just like Kubrick's Zirconia. See? What does that mean? Hold on. Let me listen to it. Okay. <laughs> um, I need my glasses. Um, just wait and see, honey. Yeah, just as I thought. This thing is worthless. You probably <laughs> lost money bringing it here. That sucks. Yeah, but I'll do you a favor. We'll give you $10 for it. Someone will buy it in a place like this. Wow, really? That's so nice of you. Thank you. Darn. Oh, it looks like we're out of ten, um, all the cash. Um, I have $5 bill if you um, if that'll work. Yeah, sure. Thank you. All righty now. Nice having you here. we got to close for lunch. Bye-bye. Oh, okay, thanks again. Bye. 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 Um, uh, honey, that thing, that looks real. Um, um, I can see it from here. Of course it is. She's the easiest sell we've ever had. We need a new toilet more than she needs a new washer dryer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why'd you make yourself the pretty one? <laughs> That's what you took away from that. <laughs> Guys, what, uh, Lenny, when is your next show? Where can people see you? You can go to LennyMarcus.com and look at my whole calendar. It'll probably be in the city. Go see likely. Lenny, everyone. He's hilarious. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on Thank the podcast. This was fun. Yay! You guys are great. Yay! Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.